Welcome. You are listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. There's something new on Airs LA every day. Hi, I'm Patty Matson, and you're listening to Style and Substance. Today's article is from Reader's Digests, March-April 2022 edition on page 19, entitled Best Pet Pals, Bella and Her Butterflies, from Pleasanton, California. One summer day, the bushes in our backyard begin whimpering and whining and making all sorts of commotion. Or rather, our pit bull mix Bella was in the bushes whimpering and whining and making all sorts of commotion. Our 11-year-old daughter, Caitlin, discovered her sniffing and pawing at a branch where several caterpillars munched away. My husband and I, worried that our backyard, frequent hangout of birds, squirrels, and neighborhood cats, wasn't the safest environment for vulnerable caterpillars. So we got a butterfly house where the caterpillars could safely metamorphose. Each day, when we took the butterfly house to the backyard, Bella moved with it. Each night, when we brought it back inside, Bella followed, then slept under the table on which it rested. We don't know why Bella was so attached, but she was there for every step of the budding butterfly's transformation. Finally, the caterpillars turned into beautiful monarch butterflies. Surprisingly, Bella didn't seem worried when Caitlin released them. In fact, Bella seemed to understand that this was part of the cycle. It wasn't until one last butterfly wouldn't fly away that Bella expressed concern. She gently rested her head near the reluctant flyer, which crawled onto her nose. Bella lifted her head, pointed her nose, and let out one of those breathy dog sighs. Off the monarch fluttered, seemingly needing a little push from a friend to begin her migration. And the world of good. Reasons to smile. Dial a rhyme. In Bisbee, Arizona, stands an old phone booth. Open the bifold doors and use the rotary dial to call a number from the booth's directory. You'll be connected to a lyrical voice, one of around 100 local and famous poets reading their work. Like the evocative Waiting by Jesse Sensbar. I know what it feels like to wait so long you forget over the years you were even waiting. Except that every once in a while you catch yourself looking out the window to see if they have finally returned. Like the verse you may hear when you call. Entry is free. The telephone booth is the brainchild of artist Elizabeth Hellstern, 46, who has also set up booths in Dubuque, Iowa, Santa Fe, New Mexico, and New Mexico Highlands University, and near Penn State. Hearing the poet reading his own poetry brings it to life, she says. It conveys a lot of human emotions. And so does a telephone call. Well, that wraps up Style and Substance for today, Tuesday, April 5th, 2022. If you'd like to learn more about Airs LA, follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash LA and be sure to click the like button. This podcast is solely for the use of the blind and print impaired. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. Make it a poetic day.